You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. I go around and I see a lot of things that we write towards the the transition to New Year and you see all manner of things. We saw one today, it was very strange. Oh man, we are crossing over. We are jumping over, sliding into a new year. Now you see, you see the human hand at work. You are not going anywhere. The year is coming to meet you. So stop that dreaming that you do. We are crossing over to 2024. Where is 2024 and where are you crossing? Where is the bridge? It's not a crossover service. We welcome a new year. We don't move to time. Time meets us. Now because we want catchy things that will draw people who don't know where they are going into church. We see all manner of things. If it's not about Jesus, then it is nothing. Don't sit down. We are, we are, we are. I will lead you to cross over. <laughs> uh, just to give you a new, a refreshing uh, perspective to life. Life it's about stages, about pages, about epochs. By the grace of God, he takes us one step after the other. And we take advantage of the opportunities that God gives to us. So the dawning of a new day is an opportunity for you to see how better you make your life to be. Amen. When we didn't know Christ, we used to go for 31st nights like this. In Kumasi at Edum, the Presby Church. The reason why we went there was the yam that one woman was frying. Yes, the yam, yam and meat. Nonsense life. And then we'll make resolutions that we cannot keep. I swear God that me and beer will not end. On the first... About 12 noon, a friend will call you and tell you, just one bottle. Yes, one bottle. It's not from one you go to two, and then you go to three. And you keep on going, and you can go no more. Praise God. I want to put you at the right level. And I will greet you and sit down. So you are not in for sermon. You are in for a talk. Praise God. It's when you sit back and reflect. You sit down, you reflect up to January of this year. And you see the hand of God in your life. Give you direction. Cautioning you. Strengthening you. Letting you see that there's a brighter tomorrow. 
And so in case you have been down today, now keep your head up because there's a brighter tomorrow. And then that assurance keeps you going from one level to the other. But today, if you like, I would say by all definitions, the year 2023 is ending and then another year is coming in. What will you do? What fellowship will you have with the year that is coming? What will you do? What advantage do you have? Can you see it as an opportunity to do better? That is the one I want you to see. Let your life be about Jesus, not men. I made a statement at the office that we church issue, Christianity, the work in the spirit is not politics. It's not what? So faith is my daughter. But she cannot look as if my father is a pastor. So by all means, me in heaven, this is how we are. It's my life. It's not politics. You don't serve God for people. And you don't serve people for God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Well, by the time the new year comes and you are taking steps, you will think better. Amen. All right. So can we read that together? Yes, loud. Who has microphone? Yes, sir. Read, yes. When the when music, music fades, all is stripped away. And, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your hearts. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. I bring you more than what? A song. So what is it then? Is what? Through the way things appear, you are looking into my heart. Yes? I'm coming back to the heart of worship. I'm coming back to where? The heart of worship. The heart of worship. That is what you are telling me, Jesus. It's all about you. I'm coming back to the heart of what? Worship. It's relationship between you and God. It's that God will use human beings to be a blessing to you. Hello? Otherwise, you miss your targets in life. It is all about Jesus. That is why you insult me and the next day I'll call you, we are eating together. It is all about Jesus. I don't care how you think about me. I have a responsibility towards you. If I had my way, I should be sleeping. Are you getting me? I should be sleeping now. Hmm? My granddaughter... A granddaughter is a small girl. What did she say? This is a 70-year-old man. That's how she described me. 70-year-old man. And with joy. She saw me yesterday. Well, yes, no, this morning. And ran to me. Grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. Now you see, the way that girl spoke, 
if you think as an adult, you will think that she was trying to play on me. But as far as she was concerned, she was talking about her grandfather. That's why sometimes we stand here, we preach, and then you, you deduce your own stuff from what we are saying and you get offended. So I keep on telling you, you can be offended. doesn't affect me because it makes me big. You understand? I've told you several times. So if it's me, you are you are disturbed about me. You are helping helping me. He, he, he sets a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You understand? So I announced in church some years ago that I want enemies. I want to have your names written so that I will know the kind of thing that you expect from God. Some to your table. Don't let anybody carry his kaya and put on you while he goes to sleep. Are you hearing me? No. Somebody's trouble, he will bring it and you receive it and he has gone to sleep and you, you are not sleeping. You are saying that, how can he talk to me like this? How can he talk to me like that? You want to die. The year 2024 is for the living and not the dead. Are you hearing me? You want to make a mark, then be alive. He that fights and run away shall live to do what? Shall do what? Are you there? It's about Jesus. Let me show you two people. Now you see Genesis chapter 13. The story is there. You can pick, but I'm taking from verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after, the, after that Lord was separated from him. It is time for you to detach yourself from certain people. You are the reason why you are not gaining speed. I told them at the meeting that we had, the workers meeting, with it, we had, um, what's the name of the place? Wager. I said, I hate one statement that we make. It's my childhood friend. When I hear it now, I get, I get afraid because you don't have a future. Your childhood friend is your standard. You don't have a future because when you got born again, he increased his tempo in drinking. And that's the person you are communing with because he's your childhood friend. No. I had a friend. He's still my friend though. But at a point, we separated. He didn't separate from me. I was the one that moved away. We were very close. Our families knew each other. We could wear our dresses until I put on weight. You understand? But one year, I visited Ghana from Nigeria. And I heard this young man saying that one, one priest, I don't want to mention the name. One priest has spoken against his party, his political what? Party. And so he organized people to go and kill him. They couldn't get him. When he finished, I laughed. And then she, he asked me, why are you laughing? I said, God has made people know who you are. If you could organize people to go and kill that man, who I see as a senior person in the ministry and in the faith, then I'm not safe with you. And he said, oh, how? I said, you have told me who you are. So good night. Good what? Night. Until one day, after about four or five years or so, not more than that, 
I came around somebody that went for a funeral and then he complained to our friends that he had a problem with me. What was the problem? That me, I, I saw Jesus and I've been preaching to people but I refused to preach to him. I said, it's only a fool who will open his eyes and look at the trap and walk into it. You kill pastors, you want to keep me off. Direct. So I told them what he said. He stood and looked at me. He said, but you know I wouldn't kill anybody. I said, you said it with anger. I can remember where we were standing in a room that you made that statement. You were not born with anybody. Even if you are a twin, you were not born with anybody. You came before that your mate came. Or after him. Or her. Stop doing politics in church. That's why you're not growing. Because your channels are blocked with emotions and human feelings. Allow the Holy Ghost chance for sweet fellowship. It is all about Jesus. It's not about anybody. You waste the whole year. And you pay the price for wasting the whole year. Because you were busy championing people. One of my men has his VP uh, or whatever they call it. Changed to one political party leader and the wife. I look at it, I just laughed. I said, very soon if I, if God doesn't help me, I will look for him, he will not be there. Where you stand as a believer, the greatest leader in the world, the greatest leader, the richest leader as described by men, is not your mate. So in church, don't make anybody your standard. It's all about Jesus. He is not from my hometown. It's the thinking of mad people. It's all about who? Jesus. So a new year is done very soon. And God expects us to take and make maximal use of that new opportunity he has given to us. It must be about Jesus. Now, in that same chapter that I was reading, I cannot go very far. Lot was rescued by Abraham. His father had died. Abraham took him on. When God asked him to depart from his own country and go to where he was going to show him, he took that his nephew along with him. They got to the point that he became rich. Just as the nephew, his uncle was getting richer, he also got rich. And then they got to a place that their herdsmen and the cattle could not be contained by where they were. And the herdsmen were fighting in that chapter 13. And Abraham said, let us continue to have our peace. <laughs> Life is better, much more valuable than animals and properties. He said, so make a decision to go to the left, I go to the right. If we take right, I go left. Very simple. Now this boy, who was a shadow of the kind of generation we have now, who have no respect for order and seniority, and age and position. No matter who you are, you call you any name. One day, see, yes, sir, daddy, sir, daddy, that daddy will hook your mouth and throat one day. You'll be shocked. Why? Because your spirit is against the person and you are still calling the person daddy. I told them you could I said, don't come by any name. My name is Isaiah. 
if you see me and you say, Isaiah, I will respond. Don't add pastor. I don't need it. My name is what? In fact, those who knew me before I became Isaiah, they call me Yafusi. And we call it, people get offended. I'm not offended. Yafusi, yeah. I'm okay. I'm here. Asembea. Your God is not going to assess me on the grounds of Isaiah, pastor, and whatever. No, it's on the grounds of who he created. Life is easy. Don't kill yourself. Ah. Somebody's dress that he's wearing, the weight is heavy. You still want to carry that dress and put on yourself. I have one dress. If I put it on some of you, you collapse on me. It's not a bishopric thing. There is one, one dress I have. It's heavy. I put it on you, you know that you have load. So what is the profit from that dress? <laughs> My wife said, I'm not, I'm not. What you have to put it? Because if I put on the bishopric robe and that, that cope, very heavy, and I'm tired, I'll remove it on the altar. I don't have any problem. And she'll be worried. Why must you remove it? Why should I remove it? Am I for the cloak or the cloak is for me? Don't carry people's tire. Now that boy chose, he looked, and he chose a place that was very convenient for him. Green grass everywhere. He didn't think about the uncle one minute. Then my childhood friend. Your childhood friend is wishing that you would die so I can take over your wife. I wish I ate. You don't know anything about this. Uh, people's head. Can you foresee a tremosu? You don't know what is inside there. It can kill. The same thing. What people have in their minds, you cannot access that myself by divine inspiration. So he's laughing and yet he's plotting. You don't know. You like seeing you, you want people to praise you. You are you have in fact I have walked around. I do, I've not seen someone like you before. You are just wonderful, my brother. You are wonderful. You are not like them. Who are they, them? When he goes under place, he will tell somebody, <laughs> Your kind is very rare. You are not like them. He has added you to them. He said that brother loves me so much. He's a lie. It's total deception. The year 2024 is not to be seen in the eyes of men. He lifted his eyes and then he saw green grass and chose that one. And where they were was dry and Abraham also lifted his eye. What he saw was God. What did he see? God. If God be for you, who can be against you? He saw God. Then God now asked him, lift up your eyes. And see from where you are. So I want you to lift up your eyes from where you are now and see how good God has been to you right from January till now and begin to see down the horizon of the year 2024 and see the things you want to see. God said the things that you see as far as your eyes can see that I give to you. Begin to see into that year and see something good. And stop playing little politics. I don't like my sister. It is my brother I like. Who cares? Who cares? Your own sister, I don't like her. It's the brother you like. Tomorrow you will be the brother. Because man is very inconsistent. The only thing that has not changed is God. And his word. So make a decision today. That next year, 
the one that is coming, we are here to receive him. If he is good, we will maintain him. If he is not, we will change him. Very simple thing. You have the power to make the year good. Are you there? Lift up your eyes and begin to see. Use the eye of your spirit and begin to see a glorious moment that God is making available to you. And everything about you must take a new shape. I'll give you two minutes. Lift up your eyes. See into that year. What God has loaded the year with. Just for your sake. And just for my sake. Whatever has happened before. Is not important. It is what you are seeing now. As far as your eyes can see. God said I have given to you. Speak now. Speak. Speak. All the challenges you have gone through in the year 2023, God wants you to end them. You have the power to end those ones. And you have the power to step into a new dimension of living and make your life better. Ladies and gentlemen, next two minutes. We shall welcome the year 2024. What do you want to see? What do you want to see? What is going to be your relationship with God? How much of the Holy Ghost would you want to explore? Forgive the people you are holding things against. You have held them in bondage for one year. It is time for you to let them loose. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. Our lives is just about you. Our visions are just about you. And nothing. Just about you. Ladies and gentlemen, by the message of God, we welcome a new year, the year 2024. Hallelujah. I want to comment on the scripture. Verse 16 of that chapter 13. The Lord says something. In volume 15 he said, For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. And to who? And to who? And to who? Who seed? I will give it to you and to your seeds. Forever. Your decisions with God has a generational impact. So I came to advise somebody don't be selfish in your walk with God. Don't be what? Selfish. Decisions you make today, your walk with God, how you walk with Him will have impact on your children and your children's children. I have a bishop in Nigeria. One day he was preaching and he said, I am where I am here because of my uncle, my grandfather or something. What did the man do? When the missionaries went to their village, they were rejected. It was his grandfather that accepted them and gave them a place in their house. 
And he said he was a very bad boy. He was even stealing their money. But before they left, they laid hands on him and told their grandfather that you decided to embrace God in this house. If God doesn't do anything for you, this, your grandson, will carry the gospel across nations. And this is just what happened. And he's still doing the work. And he said, it is the grace of God through my grandfather that I am where I am. Somebody's right decision. So in the year 2024, I don't want you to be selfish. Tell somebody, don't be selfish. Serve God with your heart. You enjoy the impact, but your children will enjoy the impact more. So don't be selfish. Praise God. Stop human, this human element. You know, I told you one day, God told me something. He said, remove the hand of man. Remove that hand. Take away that hand. Anytime human hand enters spiritual things, they get sour. Because the hand of man destroys the heart of people. Make good. So be careful about the things you do and the things you say and the kind of people you keep around you as friends. It is not them that God is going to use to credit you. If you are looking for human beings that God will consider to credit you, it is the people you brought from darkness into light. So make a decision that in the year 2024, you will be a winner of souls, not a keeper of souls. You will bring them to Christ. You will lead them to grow. And they also will begin to bear fruits. And when you bear fruit, it becomes God's responsibility to keep you so that you can bear more fruit. So sickness and diseases coming around you, he chops them off. When men are falling, he keeps you standing. Hallelujah. The Lord said, let your light shine. Let it so shine that the impact will make people give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You are the light of this world. You are the salt of the earth. Let your saltness be fresh on a daily basis. It means that you must make impact. You should have impact. As a Christian, make impact. It is not how, how much of speech you carry. It is how much of love you show. To people. I believe I must have told you this story before. You know, when I was younger than now, I wouldn't preach standing by the, by the, on the platform. No, I was always going around. And I love touching people. It is part of me. I like to touch people because one touch may turn around a person's destiny. Now, so I was doing that and I touched one man. He turned and my hand was still on his shoulder and he smiled and I smiled. He came to the office. He said that he wasn't sure that your human hand that was my human hand, your hand. 
Did you see any Holy Ghost there? Or you saw angel? Human hand. Human hand that is propelled by love. When it touches you, it is the hand of God at work on your life. This same man had a wife. The wife was a nurse. When they kept from coming to church, one day, I didn't see the man. And I was in my elements. We had a lot of trees in the you know, nest, nest in the, what do you call it, ports and all manner. Some were very, very tall. Taller than Pastor David. So the altar will be full of trees. And I'll be preaching and walking through them like that. I had so much joy doing that thing. So I was there doing my own thing. And I said, let me tell you a story. I said, there was a man, of course, we came to hear. It's a story we were born to hear. A man who said the whole world was against him. That he was the poorest of the poorest. And so he was going to commit suicide. He went to the bush. Brought out his dress and, you know, down the tree. And then went up there and was getting ready to drop. Then somebody just walked in and saw the dress. The person looked at his own dress and looked at that one and lifted his eyes up and said, oh, you are giving that sick. Lord, thank you for this new dress. And this man was up there. He saw him and he heard him. And he shouted from that place, come and tell you more. <coughs> Leave my clothes. Don't touch them again. And so I, I made a statement. Whether the man fell or he, he, he climbed down, I don't know. With speed, he came down and carried his dress. He looked at the dress. He looked at the man. He looked at his dress and looked at the man. And then said, so I'm even better than somebody. Hallelujah. Now, this man came to the church late when he came on preaching. And God made it so that he heard that little story that I, I told. He came to the church with the intent of going to die, to commit suicide after the service. He used to swim, so he said he would go to the pool and, and then kill himself while swimming. He did not come to church with the wife. So he bade farewell to the wife to come to church. He said he was going somewhere. Then he was there. He said, something told him. You understand? The way we make the Holy Ghost look at one thing. Something told him. Something told him. You see, because you are not a pastor, you don't stand on the altar, you think you don't have the Holy Ghost on your inside. It's only the pastor that the Holy Spirit talks to. Every child of God. Every child of God. If only you can be sensitive, you will hear him talk to you. He said he was going to commit suicide. I said, something told him. You want to commit suicide? No problem. You just go to the church. At least for the last time. Go to church the last time today. Give that honor to God. And after that one, I'll go and die. So he came complaining in his spirit. I want to die. Since now I should go to church. To go and do what? Come and sat down. And God used that story to minister to him. I had gone to my office at the end of the service and he came with his wife and he was crying. Weeping profusely. And he told his story. 
And as I thank God that at least even when that thing told you, you came. You are better than somebody. Your present state is not your final state. He said, from where you are, where you have got into, stand on the platform of that testimony and look ahead. There's a brighter tomorrow. This year is a brighter period for you. Your light is going to shine in a manner that will even confuse you. Because God is going to use you in dimensions you have never known before. Your fellowship with him will get deeper and deeper. In the name of Jesus. So in this year, all we are saying that the year is the year of divine what? Divine. My, 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 my light shining more and more. I keep on shining. You keep on shining from this day in January until the end of the year and beyond that year to years ahead of you. You keep on shining. Yesterday, no, in the morning when the resident pastor was ministering, he said something. He did a demonstration of, you know, this thing now. I'm moving from one level of glory to the other. I'm moving from health to better health. I'm, there's a progressive dimension that the Holy Ghost is going to take you through. All you've got to do is to look unto him and continue to have fellowship with him and trust him. Your case is not the worst. And God looks for such worst situations to use them to turn things around. You are going to be a signpost unto many that this God can do better than we have ever thought. This is your year of great manifestations in the name of Jesus Christ. The divine life of God that's at work on your inside will make your light to shine brighter and brighter. You will become a comfort to many. Your life will begin to affect lives. Whatever is dead around you will receive life. Whatever is dead around No more darkness around you. There's light everywhere. There's light in your business. Light in your family, in your home. There's light everywhere. Light in your marriage. Because God has chosen to honor you this year. He has chosen to do what? To honor you. So we said that you must learn to speak to yourself. What God is to you. And what he's doing in your life. And what you expect him to do. He cannot lie. Whatever God has said in his word that is meant for us. God will never lie on those matters. He will surely bring those things to pass if you can embrace them. Friends, it's a new day. It's a new year. With new encounters. Definite encounters with God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I'm a man of humor. I'm not a man of sorrows. I laugh because there's nothing that is new under the sun. Nothing. God has solution to every situation. One man of God made a statement back back there. He said, "Your case is not a, it's not strange to God that you will not begin to go to the library to go and do research. 
to solve your matter. There's nothing that your God cannot handle. Everything that is tormenting you will see solution in this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to give you details of the year, the things that we'll be doing um, on the seventh one we'll meet. Um, that's next Sunday. Yeah. But let me say this. The year, I mean the month of January this year is your month of consecration. Now listen. The consecration matter is not holiness. I'm talking about your total surrenderedness unto me. Surrender yourself to Jesus, to the spirit of life on a daily basis. I'm no longer the owner of my life. I don't give direction to my life, but I depend on you. I share something with you at the camp. I said, Benny Hinn says, for several years, his prayer in the morning is that he submits himself under the leadership of the Holy Ghost. And he tells the Holy Ghost, lead me in this day to where God has programmed me to be. Let us learn to have that fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Now when he talks, we know he was the one talking. Praise God. And for your information, in case you don't know, Satan cannot quote scripture for you. Satan cannot preach the gospel to you. He can contest what you are seeing in scriptures. But he cannot preach. He doesn't have the grace to preach to you. So when you hear someone talking to you, talking scriptures to you, it is the voice of the Holy Spirit. When you hear God comforting you in your inner being, it is the voice of the Holy Ghost coming to you through your voice, your spirit that is that is sharpened and made alive by the word of life. You are going to have this year as a great year. In the name of Jesus Christ. But take advantage of this opportunity that God has given to you. It is well with you. It is well with you. You are blessed. You are highly lifted. Your light is shining again. You will not remain down. You are already up. Never to go down again. You go about this one as a blessing. Everywhere you go, you're impacting the lives of people. In the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to have a session of prayer before we take communion this morning. And then very soon we'll be going from here. The Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. He is faithful, amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
always remember that God loves you.